0: For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com.
1: Turn up your volume. This is Unfuck Nation. All right, all right, all right. Welcome to this week's episode of Unfuck Nation. I am your host, Gary John Bishop, bringing you the best in transatlantic accent since God knows when. Anyway, I wanted to give you something a little different this week, because I feel as if a lot of the stuff that we talk about on The Nation is really designed to kind of get you out of a rut or get you to the next level or, you know, to get you moving and get you going. But, you know, all too often, I think people misconstrue that message, and they end up in this kind of relentless pursuit of the future. Now, there's nothing wrong with you having a future. There's nothing wrong with you having a game you're playing in life. There's nothing wrong with you having goals and targets and all that other fucking stuff. There's nothing wrong with any of that. That's all great. And in fact, I thoroughly and heartily encourage you to get those things in your life if you don't already have them, right? So it is important that you that you have the kind of future in mind for yourself that inspires you. Now, some people, though, take an inspiring future as a way to just kind of numb whatever life they currently have or they ignore the life they currently have or they live in some kind of la-la land about the life that they currently have, and all they talk about is the future and the future, and when it turns out, in the future and the future and the future. That's not the kind of direction that I'm talking about. See, when I talk about the future, I'm talking about the kind of life that you're creating for yourself that demands you change your actions right now. Right now, I don't mean like, oh, I'm going to, one of these days, (laughs) you know, (laughs) I'm talking about like the kind of future that your current life can't live with. That's right. The kind of future that your current life can't live with, that it demands you make change, that it demands you do things differently, that it calls on you to step out, that it's speaking to you. Right, so I'm going to give you an example because that all sounds kind of nice, but I get that it is kind of opaque or vague or whatever other fancy word you want to use. You see, if I say to myself, and I do say this shit to myself, if I say to myself, I'm going to write a new book, I don't just say I'm going to write a new book. And I would never say something like that as vague as that because it doesn't demand anything of me. It doesn't demand a thing of me. But if I say I'm going to write a new book and I'm going to have the first three chapters like nailed in the next 60 days. All right, well, if I get up out of bed the next morning and I say, well, I'm going to have three chapters nailed, right? And nailed is a thing for me. Like like I'm settled with where that is. They're ready to go, right? I mean, I might make an adjustment or an alteration here or there, but I am fucking down with those three chapters. If I say I'm going to do that in the next 60 days, I'm either going to get up out of my bed the next day and be informed by that 60-day deadline. Like that 60-day, and I know what I know about writing. I know like, well, I know what I know about my writing. I can't have three chapters nailed in 30 days. Some people are fucking prolific and they can do that shit. Some people, it takes longer. 60 days would be, I'd be shuttling along pretty nicely, right? At 60 days for three chapters. I mean, I would be going along pretty, pretty nicely. Thank you very much. So I get out of bed the next day. I'm like, well, that future that I created for myself, what future? The future where I'm sitting there 60 days from now and three chapters are done. That's a future. I created that future. Now, people might think, you know, well, no, no, you just said some shit. No, to me, the way I engage with life, I have created a future right there. And that future is going to inform me right now. That future is going to say to me, hey, this is a writing day for you. Not like, well, I should probably write something, but I'm not really feeling. It. No, that future demands something of me. So I act in alignment with our future, right? And that's the future of being a writer. And you can get how, when you do shit like that, the future informs the present. And I really, you know, thoroughly enjoy being an author and, you know, writing things and coming up with ideas. So I'm inspired by that future, you know, until such times as I'm not. But I'm inspired by the future of being an author, particularly because it allows me to change what I'm doing right now. Without that future created, I'm just doing what I would fucking typically do, which is some version of just be a dad and shit around the house and, you know, and all the other kind of hoo-ha that a person's life is filled with. So how does that apply to you? Well, when you have a future created like that, it displaces, a lot of the mundane in your life. Like I said, it demands something greater of you. But, and this is a big but, and, you know, I like big buts and I cannot lie. (laughs) Oh my God, that was a terrible joke. Anyway, so what is the but here? Well, if you can't teach yourself to appreciate where you're at, You'll never appreciate where you're at even when you get there. If you can't teach yourself to appreciate where you're at, then you'll never appreciate where you're at when you get there. Now, I've used the words very decidedly. There's no word that I just used in that statement that I haven't thought about. Number one, appreciating the life you have is something you need to teach yourself to do. You won't necessarily experience it automatically. You might not automatically appreciate the life you've got. One of the reasons why people tend not to appreciate the life they've got is because they feel as if any level of appreciation of it means they're stuck with it, which isn't true. I can appreciate something and ultimately change it. With a lot of thinking, I've been able to appreciate some of the toughest times in my life while I've been in them. I mean, it's easy to fucking appreciate something you've been through after the fact because you've been through it. You're out. But can you appreciate it when you're in it? Can you appreciate like what it is to be a human being, what it is to live a life, what it is to be someone, what it is to be in challenge or struggle? Can you be in it? and soak it up for everything that you can get out of it. And not with some hope for a better day or some other fucking bullshit like that, which I won't peddle in hope, by the way. I don't peddle in hope. I would never tell you to hope for something. I would never tell you to do that. And I'll just fucking leave you wanting and waiting. You know, and I don't mean this in like a, a disingenuous way, but hope is for the hopeless. I would much rather say to you, all right, I get it. if you're in a state of being hopeless. Now what? What are we doing? Let's get up to something. Let's, I don't know, create a future and have the future inform us. But at the same time, you must learn to appreciate where you are. And I think that gets a lot easier when you have a future created. If you're just fucking hanging in a space in life, not knowing what the fuck to do or where you're going or what's happening or And you know, look, people get themselves into that spot. I'm not even I'm not putting that down in any way, shape, or form. I know how easy it is to get yourself stuck in this life. I know how easy it is to get any a pattern or something, and you've been so fucking long in it, you're like, Well, what do you mean there's an alternative? I don't or the alternative just seems like a like a mountain you can never climb. And again, I'm not talking about, you know, people talk about, you know, I'm going to make a fucking movie and I'm going to, you know, whatever I'm going to do in my life. I think everybody, if you poke them enough, has has got some kind of dream. But I think there's an awful lot of people who, right at this point in their life, would settle for a fucking modicum of happiness. Or at least some element of knowing themselves as having accomplished something that they themselves are satisfied with or is more representative of who they feel as if they are. Because again, people end up living lives that they don't even want. (laughs) And that's true of a great number of people. So one must use your fucking brain to create what has to seem like some kind of viable future for you. It doesn't have to be a fantastical one. There has to be an element of reality to it for you. It can be a big reach. You know, I mean, I know people say, you know, live a life of anything's possible, which is good. But you must confront what's fucking probable first, though. Like it's all very well and good to say, oh, yeah, the life of my dreams and me being the greatest person I could ever be. and that that, that, that that Yeah, but what's probable, though? Because that's what you'll first have to get your arms around. Because as you well know, what's possible and your hope for what's possible has a fucking shelf life. It's not like you can just run on the fucking fumes of that forever, which is why I'm not a positivity guy and I'm not a motivation guy. I'm not those things because there's no fuel there. You can't play the fucking long game with them. You can play the get out of bed, have a shower, brush your fucking teeth, and pull your shit together at least until 10 o'clock in the morning with that stuff. right? But you can't play the long game with that. No, just be positive. It's fucking exhausting. And annoying as fuck to be around, to be honest. It's annoying. Like, stop with the positivity. Let's just get some shit done. Right? <laughs> like I've said before on this show, please don't ever accuse me of being positive. <laughs> it's not it's just not what I do. It's fine, by the way. I actually, like about a bit of positivity, but it's it's just not gonna get this fucking train where it's headed. You'll need to keep that in mind when you create a future. You'll need to keep in mind that because You'll need to keep in mind that it gets dark. You need to keep in mind that it gets stuck and sticky and shitty. And it gets like that. And that's okay if you've kept it in mind. I assert that where most people go off is because they hit a point in life where they think it's not supposed to be this way. So they're like, well, fuck it. But if you realize that yet now it's supposed to be this way, or as I like to say, I don't mind problem. I don't mind obstacles at all. In fact, as long as they're the right ones. Fuck wasting my life on the wrong problems. Fuck trying to wrestle or overcome some obstacle that's not the one for me. Are the problems and the obstacles and the challenges that are in your life consistent with the life you want? It's an illusion to think those things won't exist if you are living the life you want. And I know, I get it. You know. Most fucking people think, give me a ton of money and I'll do nothing for the rest of my life, you know? And I've actually had people say that to me. I just want to make a ton of money. And I say, okay, then what? What do you mean, then what? Then I'll travel. And I'll say, yeah, but then what? I'll just, you know, live the good life. I'm like, what fucking good life? (laughs) It's like, what do you think you're going to do? And I've coached lots and lots and lots of really wealthy, bored out their fucking mind people because there's this thing called a life that must be lived. It must be lived, and everyone, everyone, no matter where you are, has the opportunity to live a life, and to be in awe of the life they have, to see the life they have, that they have taught themselves to appreciate the life they have. But sometimes you really need to look, and don't be left with that trick of the light, that if you appreciate it, you're stuck with it. Because you're not. You're not. You can be in all of the life you've got and be up to something big in it. And without those things, you'll you'll just live a shallow life. You'll live a you'll live a shallow, husk like existence of aiming for a life that never really comes. And I can't think of anything fucking worse. I'm telling you, I can't think of anything worse than the shallow pursuit. That's why I don't, you know, Americans talk about the pursuit of happiness. I'm not a fan of the pursuit of happiness. Why can't I just be fucking happy right now? Why does it have to be a pursuit? Pursuit tells me that I'm chasing something. I don't want to chase happiness. I want to express it and have it here. I may pursue accomplishment. That's fine. I might write another fucking seven books or something. That's fine. But I'm not going to tie that to my happiness. It's up to me. To find happiness in life, to express happiness in life, to, and one of the things that I noticed recently, because I was, I'm writing another book right now, right? I know the new relationship book is coming out. And I've got news coming out with that soon, by the way, about some promotional stuff we've got around that book that I think you're going to be really, really fucking excited by. I not only want you to read this relationship book, I want to do it with you. I want to do this relationship book with you, but we'll we'll get to that. Haven't you ever noticed that the early part of life, like it seemed like life moved a bit slower? And as you've gotten older, it seems like it's speeding up. Like your 30s, your 40s, your 50s, you're like what the fuck? How did. But it seems like the, the years of like between like seven and your late teens or early 20s were like life just slowed down. And I've got a theory about that. I've got a view of that. I've got an opinion about that. And I really think it's because. During that age, you were in awe of life. You were in awe of it. You were curious about it. It was going at a speed that was in alignment with your curiosity. And then that stopped. You stopped getting curious about the day-to-day things, about the day-to-day conversations, about what you were seeing and what you were learning. You were way more in wonder of life then. Now, you would no real sense of that because you don't know you're in wonder of it. They're becoming more and more checked out, less and less present to what's here. Are you present for what's here? So, a practice that I've taken on for myself is checking in, of slowing time, of being curious. I'm not in any hurry to get to the future. I'm not in any worrisome state about the future. I'm not lamenting the past. Those things come up from time to time, fairly regularly. But I got to use my fucking brain. I got to use my brain. I got to cut through that smoke screen so that I can be here for what's here, for the people in my life, for my wife and my children and the people that matter to me and, and the things that matter to me as a human being. And that's, in large part, your job too, to stay curious, to continue to be in wonder of. Even the people in the situations that you think you know. You only know it from a perspective, from an angle. There's no wonder. There's no curiosity. There's no imagination. There's no engaging with people from a certain place. And when you take on practices like that, little practices like that, it makes it not only a massive difference in the quality of your life, like actually looking people in the eye. I went, I actually went to the fucking doctor's today for a checkup and I got talking to the nurse practitioner. And we ended up having this brilliant conversation. They ended up way behind we worked. We had this brilliant conversation about philosophy. They'd done philosophy as a major at college. And we just had this really brilliant, interesting conversation. And I was able to look this person dead in the eye and see, you know, it was really great talking to you. And time s- slowed. And I was there for what was there. And, you know, the checkup took care of itself and the la, 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 la. The rest of my day went the way it went. But it was just a- another great example of what's available to you as a human being when you decide to engage with what's right in front of your fucking face. Not to fix it or change it or make it different, but to understand it and explore it and get to know people beyond the constraints of how you already know them. All right, we're going to take a break. And right after this, we're going to come back with our question from the nation. Before we take a break, I do want to remind you, like, we really need you to write and review and subscribe to the show. It makes a big difference for us here. And I know you hear me say that many weeks, but it really, we need your fucking review, right? We need your review. I need you to get on there. I need you to get, you know, because in the coming weeks here, I'm, I'm going to be talking about the new book and I want, I'm asking the nation to cause a fucking revolution here in terms of our ability to impact the quality of people's lives. And what better way to start for you to jump over wherever you get this fucking podcast, Spotify, Google Play, fucking iTunes, whatever you get it. Write, review, and subscribe to the show. Hang in there. We'll be back in a minute with our question from the nation.
0: Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com.
1: All right, let's get straight to it with our question from The Nation this week. Of course, if you've got a question or if you've got a subject you would like me to tackle on The Nation or just some conundrum problem, obstacle, barrier, whatever you've got going on in your life that you would like me to kind of unpack for you and to give you a little bit of coaching in, then you can fill me in with your details at 646-450-3203. That's the hotline. You can call and leave me a voicemail there. Or you can text me at that number. Or you can email me, connect at garyjohnbishop.com. Or alternatively, you can jump onto the website, unfucknation.com. There's a little form there you can fill out. Be in communication and contribute to the nation. I'd love to hear your questions and your comments and what you're dealing with. And uh, who knows? Maybe your situation is the one we'll pick to share with the nation. So this week's question comes from Jenny. Jenny says, hey, Gary, thank you for all that you do for the nation. Back in June, I graduated from the radiography program. It was a hard two years of tests in clinicals where I worked 24 hours a day in the hospital, 24 hours a week, sorry, in the hospital without pay, but gained tons of experience. I was super excited because this was the career path that would allow me to provide for myself. I've been living with family since my divorce, and I just knew this was the right option for me. Problem is that I had to pass a state exam to get my license to actually work as an x-ray technologist. I got three chances but failed by a couple of points all three times. Now I can't even do what I went to school to do. And all my eggs were in that basket. I don't know what to do from here. I feel sad and worthless, but I know I have to shake it off and do what I got to do. I just don't know what that is. Feeling lost and disappointed in myself. Can you help? Yeah, absolutely. I can give you something here, Jenny. But... As we do every week, you know, we need to kind of unpack your situation, right? So, but you can hear in your email, you had a ton built into this, okay? You had a ton emotionally invested, obviously your time, your finances, your whole lifestyle was invested in this. But it wasn't invested in doing it. It was invested in having it turn out your way. And it didn't turn out your way. certainly didn't turn out the way you had in mind. And I think that's often the problem that we face in life. It's not so much what we had in mind, it's that what we had in mind that we didn't know we had in mind. So you had a multi-layered cake of expectation here, a happily ever after, if you will. And it hasn't turned out that way. Now, what you don't say is, and I'm a little curious, you said You got three chances and failed by a couple of points all three times. Usually when I hear people say stuff like that, I just think, okay, so what? Then you should just keep doing it. If this is what you want to do, then you would just find a way. You would keep doing it. If you need to move to another state, if you need to blah, 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 you would just keep doing it until the result went your way. And every time you went to do it, you would look at your prep from the last time And you say, okay, if I'm honest with myself, what would I do differently? There's no point in continuing to do the same thing and hope that somehow it just turns out in your favor. It's not more of what you did before. It's some alternative to what you did before, okay? Now, if you're saying you get three chances at doing this thing and if you don't pass, you're done, then obviously, you know, maybe one alternative is you go do it in another state. Another alternative is if there's more than three chances available, I'm saying, Well, I mean, you're this far down the fucking line. Why are you backing out? But I would say that overall anyway. If this is what you want to do, then you start lining your life up with it. It's just not going to go the way that you thought it was going to go. I don't think you need to reinvent the fucking wheel here. I don't think you need to, well, here we go. Now maybe I'll become, you know, a koala bear breeder, right? Which I don't even know why I fucking said that. But anyway, you don't necessarily have to start from square one. I think you do have to be creative. You do have to be inventive. You do have to put the outcome, that is your career, what you want to do here, absolutely in the middle of your life. And you just start dealing with the questions. And the questions is, how can I A? How can I B? Not like, well, I can't because blah, 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 which is what most people do. You got to get outside of your own logic. Can't be constrained and contained in your own limit of what's possible right you have to start going beyond your reasons it doesn't matter how real those reasons are you have to find a way to go beyond them you have to go beyond your reasons you have to go beyond your excuses you have to go beyond your justifications you have to go beyond what other people think you can and cannot do you have to start reaching there People only ever, Jenny, and you really need to get this, and everybody listening needs to fucking get this. You don't get to do extraordinary things by being ordinary. Sometimes you just have to show up like like remarkable, like a force of nature, like unstoppable, like won't take no for an answer. It's amazing to me the amount of shit I've made happen in my life just by asking, because I'd already written off that it was not going to happen. and then. You know, shit changed because I asked. You're disappointed in the result. I get that. But it's just the result. It's not the rest of your fucking life. You're sad about the result. I get that. Right. I think a lot of people would be. But none of this means anything about you as a human being. None of this. I mean, fuck. People just all too readily tie their results to their sense of self-worth. It's just a fucking result, and it's three results, all right? And you were close three times. It really doesn't matter whether you were close three times or you fucked it up by 50. I would be starting to look at life from the perspective of, if this is what I want to do, what do I need to handle right now to make sure that this happens? You might not have a lot of resources. You might not even have a lot of support. So fucking what? So fucking what? You can't back off it now. You're too deep in. Once you're in, you're in. All right, now it's just about when you produce this result. And you got to get beyond your reasons, your excuses, your justifications. You got to get beyond your circumstances. Your circumstances might not even be lining up with you doing this. So fucking what? You're a miracle of fucking being. You're someone who can make miracles happen. You've already fucking shown that. Look at the life you live. You're living a, a, a an unrecognizable life. You just want to take it in a different direction. You want to make this permanent. You want this to do this, you know, uh, as a way of life for yourself. That's right. And you took three knocks. I get that. But you know what I'm going to say next. So fucking what? Three knocks. All right. Well, you might take another three or four or seven. So what? This is your path. This is the one you're on. This is the one you're committed to let's just make it fucking happen. In fact, in many ways, failing is supposed to happen. It's like we react to these things like it's some aberration or freak of fucking nature, like it wasn't supposed to go this way. Yeah, maybe in the fantasy of your head, but in the reality of life, yeah, this is a fucking tough one to take and it's part of the deal, Jenny. It's part of the fucking deal. This is what you signed up for. The highs, the lows, the whole fucking thing. Now let's go. All right, you guys, that's it for this week. Have a great one. And we've got a big holiday season coming up on us. So we're going to be talking about that in upcoming episodes and to empower you and to make sure you're really just fucking ready to rock and roll at this time of year. That's it for this week. Have a great one. See you on the flip side.